How do you spell desert? D S E A R T, right? No. D E A S. D E S E R T. Just looks wrong. Hello and welcome to this, the 25th episode of the Poorly Informed Podcast. So we are going to do a, a silly episode, or not necessarily silly, a less serious episode. We are doing Desert Island Disc Taters. Now, Desert Island Discs is one of the longest running and most popular um, radio shows, and it's essentially, the premise is you're stranded on a, on a desert island, and you get to bring with you, I think, eight, eight songs to listen to, eight discs to listen to, in your isolation. Um, so we're doing something similar to that, but instead of uh, discs, we are bringing historical figures who we, who we would want to be stranded on an island with, who we would want to survive with, how they, what skills they would bring to make them useful on this deserted island that we have suddenly washed ashore. Um, I'm going to quickly set the scene a bit. So the island I have envisaged is very similar to the Robinson Crusoe island, which obviously Robinson Crusoe being the most famous of castaway castaways people stuck yeah. on an island you think of people stuck on an island you think of robinson crusoe so he was based off uh robinson crusoe island which is good well named um and it <laughs> just happened to land on an island that was called robinson crusoe island it may have uh, his name may have been changed in the 60s for tourism but um yeah so we're, it's a subtropical island off the cho- coast of chile so it's in the pacific it's uh nothing around it it's about two kilometers radius, fairly circular. Um, temperatures range from three degrees to thirty-four degrees, so it's fairly warm most of the time. Um, anything else? There's penguins on the island. It's a mountain range, but quite. quite Is it basically the top of a tall mountain? Yeah, it's the top of the tall mountain, sticking out of the ocean. Uh, there's lots of rain, so especially higher up, there's almost daily precipitation. That is the island that. Max, Will, Theo and myself have found ourselves stuck upon with our historical figures who will help us survive. Uh, rescue, not going to happen. So, how? Who do you take with you? How do you live like this? Theo, do you want to go first? I have two figures, right? Because if you're on an island, you need someone who's companionable. You need someone you can chat to for 80 years, right? And who you can, you know... You think you're going to live to be like 98 on a desert island with no medical care or no food? Yes, because one of my two companions is Jesus, right? (laughs) 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 Automatic healing ability, right? Awesome storyteller, okay? Fairly healthy and fit, you know, carpenter's son and so Uh on, uh right? If you were going to be stuck on an island, you know, he doesn't get angry, well he does, but like, he he doesn't get wound up. the other cheek. Yeah, you know, he you could ha- get on really well with him. And the other person is Steve Batchel, because, my goodness, he is an absolute legend. He's a black belt in karate, he's punched alligators, he's trekked over most of New Guinea um, for no other reason than he just wanted to do it. He has taken camera crews and lived for five months in South America just to film random animals. He is a hardcore legend um, who help us survive um, and construct and, you know, kill little rabbits or he also whatever lives, on the side. He also lives pretty near us. Does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've, I've got two comments to make about those. Uh, firstly, I need to research on you because Jesus was one of my... <laughs> <laughs> and also, if he's still alive, does it count as a historical figure? Um... Is Jesus still oh. alive? Is that a... No, I'm talking about Steve, Steve Batchel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, is this some weird metaphysical... I, I thought that we had a sort of, you know, uh, conversion. No. Um, Could change to Steve Irwin, who's like a better version of Steve Batchel, but not alive. Yeah, but Steve... Oh, I, I, making me sad. Um, yeah, I feel like you said anyone from history and Steve Batchel is going to do the job for me. Okay. And also he's got a sort of reassuring, you know... British kind of could teach you about the deadly sixty animals. So wouldn't yes. you just rather have Bear Grylls? No, because Bear Grylls is an overhyped TV survivalist. Oh. Dean Batchel was just actually throwing cool. throwing shade. Yeah, throwing these accusations there. You can't just throw these accusations and not back them up, like. But can you? Yeah, that's what Batchel we do on the regular. Okay, yeah. that's, that's, that's the entire Batchel premise of this podcast. A TV personality thing is he? Yeah, but he did loads of stuff before he became a TV personality. I'm pretty sure Bear Grylls he was in the SAS, wasn't he? That's true, but Steve Batchel, you remember I was talking about, just before the podcast, how um, the Israeli Special Forces, you have to run 60 miles in a single night. True. Steve Batchel did that. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, just for the hell of it. 
Um, so yeah. yeah, he is quite a legend. Actually. Okay, yeah. But my second comment I want to make is I know Steve Batchel's cousin. Wow, have you met Steve Batchel himself? No, and you're but a bit useless. My next question is, do you know like Hebrew? No. So how are you going to communicate with Jesus? Like interpretive dance or? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Because, um, well, well, no, if we're going to talk about language barriers, I feel like lots of people are going to have You want a Prussian man, right? Yeah. You want a Frenchie who didn't know anything uh, other than Corsican French. Excuse me, I haven't, I haven't said who we, I'm doing yet. You don't know have, if that's I right. haven't said who I'm doing I don't yet. know if that's right at the moment. I'm still deciding who I want to No, speak. you're not. Um, <laughs> but I think we can't, obviously you can't have Jesus as Jesus is God because I feel like... Why like, can't I have Jesus? I feel like you have to have feats of Jesus from the Bible. We're going for the canon here. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> the official. So canon. no fan fiction Jesus. Yeah, is that no what fan we're fiction Jesus. Okay. So Isn't that just Mormonism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not offensive because it's a joke that I stole from the internet, so it's all good. So um, it's the internet's fault. Exactly. Well, right. No, because canon Jesus is also Jesus who went to heaven and oh. could come back. But I feel like if you say, "Oh, Jesus, who is God?" <laughs> so I've just got God here. Peter, oh. you're a hypocrite. You literally said you were going to do Jesus yourself. Yeah, but I was going to have, like, depowered Jesus. Just, like, his healing abilities. So he's been nerfed. <laughs> Maybe, like, purify... He'll be good for purifying water, actually. He can turn it into wine. That the whole time yeah. just absolutely wasted. That makes no sense. No, because I, I wouldn't want to drink. I wouldn't trust, like... If you have a fast-flowing stream and you get it near the top of the mountain, it'll be clean. Also, just, you know, like, put a fire under it. Boil it. Boil it. It's, like, it's like year two science, Peter. Yeah. yeah like... You Jesus it into wine. <laughs> isn't wine quite dehydrating? Zap it. Yeah. So well, it depends what kind of wine was it? Was it red wine? Or is it white wine? Um, let's, should we say red wine? Yeah, red wine's pretty but then how yeah. How I mean, alcoholic is it? Because, uh, I mean, if you're spending all your time completely wasted, um, then you're not going to be able to get well, anything the, done. Well, the story where he really did it, it's um, basically what you used to do, because, like, Jewish parties would go on for several days you have all the expensive what which to be fair happens at the parties you go to Mac you have all the expensive alcohol at the start and then one to two drunks notice the difference you whip out the cheap alcohol that at the end um, that does sound familiar also it's Peter's run yeah so <laughs> so is that what it so, no, so, ba- no, so Jesus basically they run out of wine the good and bad stuff and near the end of the party and Jesus converted water into wine and good wine as well um. so it's high quality alcohol and then I suppose you've also got the uh, what, feeding the 5,000. Yeah. Catch one fish, you've got fish for days. Yeah, yeah. basically. You catch a bread, and you've got bread <laughs> for days. <laughs> I'd like to bring on my next thing. So Theo said it was red wine that Jesus made. Yeah. <laughs> However, if you're on an island, you're, uh, and especially with the, the fish thing, right? Red wine and fish is... It, no. That is a, a social faux pas. <laughs> <laughs> Red wine can o- no fish can only be paired with white wine or add a push of rosé. Yeah, what would Steve Baxter think? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think G- that his wine power is all his fish power. You can have one. Should we the move other. on and come back to it? Yeah. Okay. Um, should we move on to Max? Max. Who you- <laughs> okay. I just a bit too funny. <laughs> it's a faux pas. Okay. So uh, I have gone for. As Theo hinted earlier, Napoleon, because I don't really know the survival benefits of this. I just want to meet the man, you know, say hi. Quite interesting. You know, a few language barriers, what with him speaking French and me not. Um, and then the other one, again, we're going to have a language barrier because he's Spanish, is uh, Hernan Cortez, who is the conquistador who led all, lo- loads of expeditions in South America and eventually led to the conquering of Mexico. But what if they're both really grumpy and then, like, you met them and you could say, wow, I've met them, but A, you've got no one to tell you've met them because you're st- stuck on this desert island, and B, you're now stuck on a desert island for 50 years with two grumpy European guys who you can't communicate with. I don't do everything for other people. I do it for myself. There's internal development. I don't just learn things, I can tell the people that I know things. What if you get to know Napoleon and you're disappointed? What if he's shorter than you think he'd be? I and mean, that's saying something. Are you taller was than what? Napoleon? Uh, well, the thing is, though, French foot, feet and inches is different to our feet and inches. So I think that's he, was, revisionist he was either history. five foot six or five foot eight at the moment, which was average height for a French person at that time. So I think it's more five foot six. Um, so yeah, I think I would be taller than him. My next question is, were Napoleon and Cortez both massive mass murderers? Like, angry people who killed millions. <laughs> well, Cortez, it was disease. 
So yeah. he met the. But didn't he also? Well, no, he, did, he did invade the Aztecs. Yeah, that's true. And he, he met the Aztecs like, yeah, and transferred yeah, smallpox to them. Which yeah, no, I'm problems. not going to blame him for that. But, but then he did stab and kill a lot of Aztecs. Didn't he? However, pour unless... molten gold down the king's throat, to, so he would be burned to death, suffocated to death, and drowned to death all at once. I'll admit. Because I don't know. <laughs> Will just looked up with a really terrifying gleam in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's like that Game of Thrones episode. If Napoleon gets a bit annoying, evening's entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, so Cortez, one thing he did is uh, when he, well, not when he first got there, but he developed good relations, well, good relations with some of the locals. So he had a local woman as an interpreter. Um, he also had a child with her. However, you know, it does not mean good relations. We'll never know. Um, but, so he had an interpreter, which means if we find any um, indigenous peoples on this island, we can communicate with them, you know. Clearly got experience with dealing with natives when you don't speak the same language, and then that can help us long-term survivability. But there aren't any natives, you're just interpreting yourself. How do we know there's natives? Oh, did you, did you say? Oh, I may add natives later. If there I... you go. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, so, you can inter- so you can talk to the natives, but not each other. I think. And if the natives turn out to be hostile... We have one of the greatest military generals of all time, and some other guys pretty good at fighting as well. But the thing is with military generals is they order people around. They're yeah. not the ones going and actually physically. Cortez could people. probably do a little bit of. Napoleon was in the army for many years. He was years. an officer though. He trained as an officer. Yeah, but you still got to know the basics. He fired a few guns. Right? Yeah, a few he did guns. once run at a bridge, didn't he? And uh, then like shout, go on, and then yeah, yeah, he did. Got dragged yeah. back because yeah. you know his staff didn't want him running at the enemy which is fair enough I think I think Max is being smarter than we're giving him credit for because who knows more about being stuck on an island than Napoleon <laughs> wait what, what point in Napoleon's Ooh. life is this is this right at the end of the St. Helena he where he's just no, dying and he's just just no we're not choosing like people near death oh we're talking at them at, their at the time yeah okay because then he wouldn't know anything about being on an island True. No, Except for growing they've up. They've got like life, future men. I'm talking 1812 Napoleon. We're gonna the peak to, of the French Empire. Gonna have to suspend some disbelief here, Will. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> having, they'll be know. able to know how they live their lives, but they're not but gonna the, be... The problem with those two, right, is you've got two aggressive, macho military commanders. Right, you are gonna fight, and you are gonna squabble with each other, and you, you are up against, as you said, two guys who know how to fight Hernan Cortez will probably just kill both of you yeah you're not going to be the person in charge of this little meeting you're yeah. going to be sent about running errands <laughs> you're, you're going to be you're going to be the burden on them right? let's be honest I don't want to have to make decisions anyway <laughs> you know the responsibility of leading a little group on an island that would be a lot of pressure if they can do it for me I just have to run around it's all good okay is that anyone else want to grill Max quickly before we on to Will or Will do you want more time to research no can move on I, to I, me? I'm good I know what I'm doing I will. need to find his name <laughs> right, the two people I've chosen is uh, the first one is I thought you know what I'm stuck on an island I need to eat so we'll get someone who can probably find food on so an you're island. Say, like a really know. fat person. Ooh, that would be an idea, but yeah, that <laughs> wouldn't last that long. I think no. you meant to eat him. Yeah, that's what y- you mean as in eating the fat person. Yeah. Just, okay. That, that was a cannibalism. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just nice and highbrow on this podcast. Um, rolled Admus, Admus. Hang on, I can't say his name. Rold Amundsen. Basically, he was the... Um, oh, well, Amundsen. Yeah, he was the explorer that uh, got to the North Pole in 1911, where Scott all and his lot all died. So, That's the South Pole. I meant the South Pole. That's what I said the first time, I'm sure. Well, he was the first guy... He led the first expedition to traverse the Northwest Passage. Yep, Which and the first it's... expedition to the South Pole. Yeah. Didn't he get to the North Pole first? Led, well? led the first expedition to reach the North Pole and the first expedition to the South Pole. Yeah. Wow, this man is. This man is very good at poles. Really, well, really good in cold, unforgiving, snowy climates. Um, we, are we on a cold, unforgiving, snowy um, climate? The average yearly temperature, including night, is 16 degrees. Ah, yes. Rold Atmanson's skills will really come into play. This, <laughs> this guy of... is hardened. He can survive anything. If he can survive minus 16, nighttime breeze. he is absolutely content with 16 degrees, you know? This, this guy, he knows how to pack through the environment, because famously, they used huskies rather than, like, donkeys, and the huskies all survived and pulled them to the South Pole, whereas all the donkeys for the British died. So, you know, he's smart, he can, he can adapt, he's not inflexible, he, he's prepared for any situation. Cuddle up to him and be like a radiator, I imagine. I mean, he's wearing a really nice fur coat in this. Oh, with, yeah, with fair enough. Picture. He looked quite old. 
Yeah, he looks I quite mean, old and quite moody. He's Norwegian, right? Yeah, he is. Oh, Norwegian. then you know. Do what's... you speak Norwegian? <laughs> no, no. no presumably, speak he would speak English. Oh yeah, I or French. Yeah. Oh no, he's more likely to speak French than English. Well, he went on a Belgian Antarctic expedition, so he'd probably speak French then. Ah then. yes, well he'll be fine. Yeah. So you get to share an island with this grumpy, moody man who's been to both poles. He the way he, the way he died right is he disappeared looking for an Italian airship that had gone missing. So he's a compassionate soul. He he was looking, he was searching, and then his plane fell out of the sky. So you aren't know. you scared that he would just try and like sail off the island into and just leave you alone? Because I suspect he'd probably take me. So. But then aren't you scared of just dying in the middle of the Pacific? I think we're all We'd a bit scared of dying in the middle yeah. of the Pacific. That's a moot point. Yeah, dying in the middle of the Pacific is like the default here. You know, if you can die adventurously in the middle of the Pacific, you know, it's slightly more interesting, isn't it? <laughs> I don't want to starve to death on a boat. Be like my least is it any favorite. different from starving to death on an island? Well, on a boat, it's a bit miserable because you're just seeing the same thing day after day after day after day. You're just on this, basically, this few, this acre of wooden planks and dampness. And it's just a miserable way to, you know, you want, if you're going to die on a Pacific, if you die on a Pacific island, you can die with a nice view and fresh air and coconuts and fresh water. If you die on a boat, you've got stale, salty water, a few strips of salted beef and, you know, you're just staring up sea, sky, sea, sky, sea, sky. If you die trying to find something or go somewhere or do something else, you know, you've got to drive and, you know, you didn't make it, that's fair enough. You can die happy rather than. I mean, you think you go insane being on the same island for like eighty years, like you. Uh, yeah. Could you do it? You go mad. Anyway, my second person, I thought, you know what? We're on an island. There's not much there, and I'd want someone to talk to that I could just talk to forever. I hadn't quite thought about the language barrier because you know ancient Latin isn't something I speak. But you know, I thought Augustus would be um, the first Roman emperor. He would be the best person out on the island because you know he is Augustus. He set up the one of the greatest empires of all time. Um, He's got a few good ripping yarns, like good good stories. Ah, yeah. But tell me a second. <laughs> in Latin, in Latin, yeah, in ancient Latin, which nobody actually speaks. Also, anymore. I'm not sure how used to uh, survival Augustus Caesar, the Roman emperor, would be. Because I think he's probably lived quite a nice life, right? I mean, he had to fight a lot of it, and he was... Well, no, 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 he got his soldiers to fight a lot of it. Yeah, but... His entire fleet to fight a lot of it. He was like the point, he's a very good leader of men. Did he take part in battles? Or was he... No, he actually, he had a mate who did a lot of it Whereas Napoleon, you know, was on the battlefield leading. I imagine Augustus Caesar... It's like like he only won won most of his battles, not all of them. Did he lose the war? Twice. I'm gonna say it's the same war, so we only lost once. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I like imagine it's just half time, you know. Augustus Caesar was like the type of dude who'd lie back on one of those sofas and be fed grapes, like peeled grapes. And who do you think's gonna do that? Not Roald Admonson, yeah. I can tell you that will. Am <laughs> <laughs> I Augustus's bitch? Is that yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but in all serious, no, he'd be an interest because like he he was very careful about like keeping like he was a very um, reasoned figure he didn't do anything stupid he didn't do anything brash he was competent he was intelligent um, he was he was a bit bit sickly which could be a problem on a desert island but to be know, fair like, that yeah. sort of life would probably make you more healthy I, I don't think you understand <laughs> I mean he made it to 75 anyway and that was probably with eating loads of unhealthy things so if he and uh, back in those pure days. crabs or something back in those days 75 day. is like a million so that's yeah like, yeah too bad, yeah. Does anyone have anything else to add to Will, to his choice of uh, Amundsen? It's not and... a bad call, actually, Amundsen and Augustus. Yeah. I think Augustus probably wouldn't be that much of a help, but, you know, he would be a massive hindrance. I'm like, you yeah. know. Now, moving on to the host, me. Uh, obviously, I have made the correct choices. I don't think there's any doubt that I wouldn't. And I have gone for um, Otto von Bismarck, the founder of Germany. And what a surprise. And also, uh, the greatest military person that French history has ever produced, Joan of Arc. (laughs) (laughs) I have reasons for this. Bismarck knows English, German, Italian and French. So hopefully he will be able to communicate with with the maid of Orleans, Joan of Arc. Joan of of Arc, um, she spoke like old French, medieval French. It's not the same thing as modern French. It's like speaking English with Shakespeare. Jesus spoke Hebrew, so I'm... Yeah, but Jesus is also, you know, he can, he's can. he got the power to speak English. 
Augustus spoke Latin. I'm like, yeah, well, we have picked up on that. I mean, we would be doing our job wrong well, if we didn't pick like, up on I the language. Like it would be easier to communicate with um, Joan of Arc yeah. with some knowledge of French. Yeah, yeah it would be Bismarck is a, a, a well-established linguist, so I'm sure that he could teach Joan of Arc, who's still very young when she died, so she would still be quite good at picking up languages. Can I just say, Joan of Arc didn't like the English. What are you, Peter? <laughs> English. <laughs> she had a vision to drive the English out of France. And they then burned on a stake. Are we France? We're not in France. Well, I've been be. driven out of France. <laughs> we just left the EU. We can't get much... <laughs> We're about to leave the EU. Like, so I think... I'll just pretend I'm not French. She doesn't know the language I'm speaking. Pretend you're not French. No, pretend I'm not English. I'll say I'm uh, Canadian. And then... She doesn't know what Canada is. Yeah, that's fine. Makes it even better. And <laughs> <laughs> both these people have like so Bismarck, he was a farmer for quite a while. Yeah. So when you say farmer, rich landowner. He told his people what to plant. <laughs> <laughs> He's he had incredible knowledge of crop management. He he ran a successful he ran successful farms in Prussia. So he knew a lot about agriculture. He may not have like actually planted the things mm. but he knew, knew, he knew what he talked about because when you're on a mountainous island you, you really have op- ample opportunity and in your to... first year you know what you're going to do as soon as you get there just sow a crop yeah and then yeah. wait a year for the harvest you haven't read Robinson Crusoe have you no I haven't they, he, they sow a crop very early on but yeah that's fine um and then he's also incredibly smart would be good for conversation he was a stubborn he was tenacious he wasn't scared of it at all. Yeah, you, you're going to be on an island for 60 years with someone who's stubborn and tenacious. I'll just be like hero worshipping him the whole time, so I don't think that's much of a problem. He's he's not, he doesn't shy away from danger. He got shot several times and he was fine with it. Um, you know, I think he's probably the best person to have with you on an island. And then Joan of Arc, again, she grew up in a farming community. She would have had to do lots of the work herself. You can't deny that, like, life as a medieval French peasant after the English have been burning down your country for a hundred years is not going to be easy so she's tough she's good at surviving uh, she'll do lots of the work um, what else do I have she is good at fighting she'll be useful if we ever get attacked by I don't know the penguins that live there um, <laughs> Notoriously aggressive South American penguins get mass murdering pingu coming after you <laughs> and also if we get cold, Joan of Arc's good at being set on fire. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why we don't have any French listeners. Yeah, see, I, I so have no comments the, from you The guys. reasons you like your people are, one, he's good at farming. They're both good at farming. They're both good at farming, and they can be set on fire. One can be set on fire. So, so basically, one's a celebrity, and the other one I had to think at in like 30 seconds after my point was stolen. So what are you going to do in oh, terms yeah. of, like, survival skills beyond farming? What about keeping warm? What about, you I'm, know, surviving in a hostile environment? Can you trust Bismarck to get his hands dirty and, you know, build shelters and dens and fire pits? I, think, I don't think his welfare state is going to help much on an island. Um, I think Bismarck, if he, it was, the choice was that or be cold or die, I think he would knuckle down and help. And then I have completed several scouting awards in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I also run courses in activity centre. No, you don't. You go kayaking. I run courses in that activity centre. Sometimes I do orienteering there. Sometimes I have to leave. leave wow, like, so if you've got a map of the island, you know, you know your way around. I, I lead bushcraft sessions sometimes. What, so you make a fire? Yes. Out of flint and steel, which you don't happen to have on you at the time. But that's why we have Joan of Arc here. She would do all the work. She's not spontaneously bursting into flames for you. No, no, no. I mean, like, I know she's not the human torch zone, but I mean, like, she'll know how to build something, probably. She'll know how to square lash. I think, I think it's a well-rounded choice. What survival skill, skills does Jesus have? Well, um, well yeah, no, you're... Well, no, I mean, being the son of God back. does make yeah. you kind of play life on easy mode, yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah, so. emergency medic, right? Yes. Yeah, very good team motivator, team, dis- you know, very good at teaching and leading. I, I think, you, you, no, you're picking on the wrong... I am, I am. Yeah, I mean, Theo's fairly untouchable as it is, so <laughs> let's bully Max instead. No, 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 no. a no, Spanish no. conquistador who did a lot of, you know, trekking through South America... He's got a point. What's Bismarck ever done? But, you know, he he moved did from have a, ma- a rich landowner to be a rich politician. 
And I don't know. What about Will? What about well, um, Augustus and Amundsen? Oh, yeah, Amundsen was like the greatest. I, no, I think Amundsen's got a good personality, but he, he won't have any tangible skills that are useful in this environment because yeah. he just simply did not live or work in that environment. No, but I think being the, he explored a lot, so I think he would know how to start a fire. How he'd know to how, yeah, he'd know how to tent, handle how to himself, stuff. but he'd still be learning like you were how to work it. You know, Steve Baxter wouldn't, whereas you guys would need to work from scratch effectively I don't mind working from scratch if I have essentially the greatest explorer of the 20th century with me and a burden Augustus like what does he know Augustus is fine he can keep us all entertained with stories of like literally the most interesting time in the history of ever so in Latin yeah I'll learn Latin we've got to do something for it if we're stuck here for 80 (laughs) years you might as well have a project and if if he's learning ancient Latin that no one has spoken for like 1500 years you know what I'll learn ancient Latin okay so these are all the choices um, I think everyone knows that clearly Theo has probably chosen the best <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't think anyone's going to deny this um, I'm wondering which is which would you have if you had to choose Jesus or Steve Backshaw Jesus because he's a son of God and if the Bible is anything to go by he's basically a perfect representation of a human we're not getting a bit boring after that. That's a bit PG, you know. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're honestly alligators getting punched exactly. and like shirts ripped open. No, it's like you know, <laughs> like TV and stuff. You know, like a nice safe, a nice safe show. You know, it's it's all good. It's all right for a while. But sometimes you need something gritty. You need like a Norwegian murder sort of detective show, right? Which, to be fair, Will might get his own like, Who murdered puppet, Augustus? He's his own like puppet show because this is Norwegian, how he isn't murdered he? Mark Antony or going to commit suicide. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whereas. Yeah, Jesus just seems a bit boring. A bit kind Steve of like, also, I, I'd rather oh, not. He's perfect. Oh, that's, Steve that's Batchel nice. made shows for CBBC, so he's not exactly... He made one show for CBBC in an otherwise illustrious film career and TV career. I know, what else they, did he do on TV? They seem like very boring. No, they don't. I'd love to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, I suppose he could show, tell you the wildlife on the island. Wouldn't you feel a bit inadequate? Whilst you're there with Steve well, I feel like and Jesus, who's perfect. But you're with a martyr and one of the greatest warlord statesmen of the 19th century in, in history. Right? Don't let let's not talk about inadequacy. Hmm. Arguably, however, <laughs> <laughs> I don't often feel inadequate. I think I'm great, so I, I don't feel I like <laughs> his ego is enough to. I think it. I think if you're perfect, then you're also very good at making. It's not like. He's perfect at everything. He's perfect in like personality wise. So he's very good at making people feel at ease and feel encouraged or whatever. Yeah. So is that exact that, that comes into play? Go around. What would everyone do to pass the time whilst they're stranded on this island? Um, so we know Will's gonna learn Latin. Is there anything else yeah. you're gonna do? Um, I don't know. Write a big history on all of the things Augustus what? did. A stick and some mud. I don't know. You have some penguins. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? There are penguins on the island. How does that help with writing a history of Augustus? Have feathers to use as Penguins have feathers. The penguins do have feathers. Birds have feathers. They're really fine feathers. (laughs) (laughs) Only when they're like babies. Have you ever tried using a pencil when you sharpen it all the way to the end? It's impossible. That's true. Um, I'm just saying there are penguins. If that helps you, so you can play. You can play with the penguins. (laughs) Um, I feel like it's quite you know you can make a map of the island as well. You, you, one that wouldn't take very long. It wouldn't though. take sixty years. You just draw a circle like well, <laughs> <laughs> mountain there, big wet thing well, you here. Could, you could make a series of like dens and hideouts and stuff. And if you've got sixty years and you get some like primitive shoveling tools, you can make caves and things. So that's quite cool. You can have a network of like so, um, what they do in um, Swiss Family Robinson, which is another hideout um, castaway. Story, they, they end up making a, seri- a, a series of different houses and huts and dens. Uh, they go to in different seasons. They have awesome tree houses, and it's, it's very cool. So Theo's going all Bob the Builder on us. Yeah. <laughs> um, Magical Holy Spirit lifting powers. Would you build move. a church? No. Is that Why would you need to build a church when you, you're with the God you actually, worship all yeah, the time? Jesus would be really good at building things because he can move boulders. Like, he rolls boulders. Yeah, exactly right? true. And, you know, what's the Bible verse you can move mountains with a little bit of faith? Literally just carve through the mountain by, you know, thinking and praying. Dad, uh, you got us here. <laughs> Max, what do you do to pass the time? I don't know. I suppose I'd have to try and, like, learn, I suppose, military strategy. 
So, you know, with sticks and stuff. Basically, play like Warhammer or something <laughs> with like Napoleon and the Conquistadors. Yeah, you have an epic game like high up, like high up, out of tide reach on the beach. <laughs> like a two year game of Warhammer. Yeah. Um, um, imagine playing Warhammer penguins? against Napoleon though. Like, yeah. I mean, you would never win. Yeah, true, but you'd learn. Well, Napoleon did lose battles. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, but more. he lost to like Wellington. And other, you know, also strategic masterminds. Yeah, but that, that's not what I'm a eighteen-year-old kid. One, one day you would learn enough to be able to beat him. You know and what I mean? That day would be the greatest day of my life. Oh, I was suggesting something. I was going to think of something similar. I was thinking of a lot of, playing lots of chess because you know chess is very easy to set up. Yes, on a desert island. You can just use yeah, different sticks sized stones. stones. That's true. Yeah. And then, you know, it's everyone knows how to play chess. Bismarck would play chess. And like, Joan of Arc would not play chess. We could teach Joan of Arc to play chess. It's pretty simple. So uh, you're just having lots and lots of chess tournaments. But that... I feel like I would get bored of chess quite easily. Um, and then... You could go swimming. You've got a sea. Yeah. I would... You could swim in the sea. Do laps around the island. Yeah, you know, fitness regimen. Yeah. Yeah, it's that would be pretty good, actually. quite cold, though, in the sea because of... The island was in one of the currents that... You would get used to it, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, and, you know, you've got streams and stuff you can watch Oh, it. actually, you've got 60 years. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to I'm gonna mountain rush more the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be, like, a picture of my face. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to carve with flip with, like, wooden tools and stone tools. So that's what we have. How long did it take the guy to do Mount Rushmore? I think it was quite a few people and quite a long time. Yeah, it wasn't one dude with her. <laughs> yeah, no, I was thinking, like, that's several lifetimes worth of... Um, yeah, but so you can have this really rough likeness of your sort of chin jutting out of the mountain. Glorious. Um, <laughs> just statues of me everywhere. You know Easter Island, right? It's going to be like that, which was pizza. One day, like, um, colonial explorers walk up on the beach and, you know, there's no trace of you guys. You're long dead. They just see these statues as, like, Obviously. a double. Yeah. Um, wow. And loads and loads of chessboards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And dead penguins with, you know, the feathers plucked out of them for writing. Okay. I never established what I'll be writing on, though. I need to find leaves. The penguins. Yeah. Like, <laughs> carbon. Yeah. Animal hide, I suppose. Yeah, yeah animal. Um, Couldn't you domesticate penguins? Trees? They can be tamed, not domesticated, right? How, what use would you have for a penguin? Fish? I mean... Oh, no, because they'd stick... No, that's not nice. Yeah, Could get, you get, we get a penguin to catch the fish? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, they would. Mm. Well, I guess you can get them to sort of follow you around and make you happy. You know what I mean? You have a penguin as a pet. Penguin farm. If I get good at fishing, I'm going to be farming penguins. Why would you farm How penguins? How do you fish a penguin? Can you just cut out the middleman and eat fish? <laughs> no, because I want to... I'm going to like count how well I'm doing by the number of penguins I have. <laughs> like a score multiple. Go into a deep it. depression when your penguin count <laughs> yeah. declines after I'll, five I'll years. I'll like, challenge Bismarck and uh, Joan of Arc to who can have the most number of penguins after five years. <laughs> <laughs> you've, got a pe- you've got a little part of the island. You've got a fish. You've got to feed our penguins. I'll tell you what, with Augustus, I'll like play into his delusions because you know he he'll be like missing this great empire that he wants ruled. I'll just tell him that the penguins are now people, and he'll start ruling over penguins. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> very amusing. Wouldn't it be so entertaining watching literally one of the greatest rulers of all time trying to rule penguins? Well, it would be interesting watching Augustus rule penguins. One of the greatest rulers of all time rule penguins. Who is Augustus? Right. I must say. Um. Okay, I think we've had enough penguins. I'm going to do the next part of this episode, which is we each get to nominate one person we'd like to send to other people's islands like, as like unsuitable as possible to disrupt their happy island life. So, for example, I, uh, Max is going with Napoleon and um, uh, Cortez. So if I want to disrupt that, I could possibly send Wellington over. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Wellington and Napoleon met once, I think. And there was, they weren't, as like before the whole, you know, invading all of Europe. Just that small, before the whole World thing. War 0.5. Yeah, and they weren't, they weren't hostile towards each other. You know, it's kind of... And I mean, there was a case where Scipio Africanus, who was the man who defeated Hannibal, met Hannibal some years later at this other court. And I mean, they weren't, they didn't like each other, but it was a bit of like... They just jump for each other's throats. Throat. Yeah, it was a bit of banter about, oh, you were, the, I, you were like the second best general ever, but I was the best, you know, just just mentioning that. So, okay. so Will, you had... Um... Augustus and uh, Amundsen. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so does anyone they'd like to, first of all, send? I have someone, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think if you'd send two. I... I am going. I am oh, going. 
I'm going to send to Peter's Island, Genghis Khan. <laughs> right, because you've got Bismarck, who is a very calm, measured statesman, and Joan of Arc, who's a peasant girl, and you've got one of the most bloodthirsty warriors of all time, okay, confined to this little island, not able to speak any recognisable language, violent, high on testosterone, probably. Um, okay, he's what you know, you confined him, and you've got these three people you can't communicate with or understand, very measured and calm. He's going to go absolutely nuts, like, he's going to flip, there's going to be some death. Um, he is not going to be a civilising influence. He's just going to go on a rampage and kill you, all your penguin farms and stab you in the gut. You're right. I don't think Genghis Khan makes a, a stable place <laughs> anywhere, just about. I was going to send one to you as well, Peter. I was going to send Henry VIII. Because yeah. being a, you know, a large gentleman... <laughs> he'd eat a lot of food. He'd eat a lot of food. That's not good for the survival thing. He was also pretty pretty lazy, at least towards the end of his life. You know, he was yeah, yeah. very much not a active and... He hates the French as well, hates right? the French. Mm-hmm. Yep, Joan of Arc. So, really, we've just... His whole <laughs> island is just collapsing. Yeah. I think we should send uh, Wilhelm II to uh, Peter. Just to <laughs> really, really take Bismarck off. Yeah. And, you know, he's also got, like, the withered arms, so he wouldn't be as good for carrying things. And He's yeah. also a bit of a nonce. Yeah. A narcissist. And... Yeah, he didn't listen to anything Bismarck said. Oh, I make my island so awful. Yeah. Maybe really hate each other. Time. Yeah. You're sitting down to your meal of penguin, and everyone's just silent and not <laughs> staring at each other, scraping a flint on like <laughs> coconut. Yeah. Uh, oh, so you really, I have no idea how I'd fix that. I think you just kill Wilhelm and Genghis Khan yeah. and Henry VIII. What you're going to go after Genghis? Killing Genghis Khan. <laughs> Genghis, hold this one. I can't imagine he's very tall. He's like. A nomad from... Wilhelm's not the problem, really, let's be honest. It's like a he's, decent, a, he's a nuisance. Yeah, but he's not. Yeah, Genghis yeah. is actually going Genghis to murder. Genghis murder us. Yeah. Um, because obviously he's a Mongolian nomad. Yeah. If he's got less than 500 square kilometres to roam around over a few years... Um, he goes insane and murders someone. Yeah. Um, and, okay, so I think you've, we've all ruined my island. Do you want to ruin <laughs> someone else's island? Do you want to sure. ruin uh, Theo's? Okay. Does anyone have anyone they want to send to Theo? Because I've got someone I want to send to Theo. I was thinking Henry VIII. I was thinking could send that to Theo's, you know? But then I was thinking, you know, like... Steve Batchel will probably just hit him in the face. True. But then... Well, I think Jesus would be very much for forgiving and not the violent approach. Well, no, because Jesus could be violent. Like, he destroyed an entire marketplace when they were... My whole thing was, uh, you know, uh, Henry VIII dissolved the monasteries, you know, break from the Catholic Church. But then it's the whole thing of, is Catholic Church... (laughs) <laughs> Jesus's legacy then that's a whole other debate um, can, can we send Judas we, Iscariot that's interesting I oh that is that is interesting so I don't think Jesus would like Judas being there Why would that's for, true but I, I don't think I don't think you'd like Jude, Judas being I'm, there I'm impartial to Judas I'm going to be completely honest didn't Jesus forgive him or yeah not? well he he basically said if Judas had asked for forgiveness I would have given it to him I, I've got a question. Bit, you know, it's like, why when you say Judas Iscariot, you always say a surname, but you don't say a surname with any of the other disciples? Well, you notice how some names sound better with the surname. True. Judas Iscariot sounds good first and second name. It does. Judas is, like, one of the few names that no one will ever name their kid. Yeah, no. No one will ever be called Judas. Yeah, bit like, I was going to say Adolf, but there are a couple. You do have, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, apologies if you are called Judas or Adolf. Um, <laughs> don't, don't take it personally. I think from the size of our listener base, it's incredibly unlikely that we have yeah. anyone called Adolf. Yeah. Listen yeah, 1,000 listeners, woo! No, listens, not listeners, very different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my serious suggestion to send to Theo's was um, Polk, the American president, right? Polk. He's James Polk? James Polk, the 11th president of the United States of America. Why? He just seems very boring, and I thought you <laughs> have boredom on your island already. What do you mean boredom? We've got Steve Batchel. We've got four people, four very polite, nice people just sitting around having polite, nice, boring Wait, conversations. Wait, who's the fourth one? You. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah, so, so uh, after, would, so what, would, just, you, would you choose an island where you've got a Mongolian on the rampage no, stabbing people, the, or an island where you can at least sit down and eat dinner keep together? it interesting. You'll be bored <laughs> insane so quickly. I, no, no, I just be like, oh, yeah, nice weather we had today. Did you see the <laughs> Did you see the storm yesterday? Why, yes, I did. I'm on the same island as you. Wow, great. Nice to meet you. Shake your hat. I'll, oh, my God. <laughs> I just think Polk would contribute to multiply the amount of boredom. He just seems it's a boring name. <laughs> oh, I want to go to sleep just thinking about Polk. 
Oh, can I have an alternate suggestion for Theo? This is going the opposite directions of the boredom because I, I think this would re- either result in some shouting or, or a fight of some kind. But Hitchens, Christopher Hitchens. I'm familiar with the name. Can you just... He's, he's a very... Well, he's, he's a reasonably famous um, individual who is known for being... Mass, he was a big atheist of kind of the Richard Dawkins kind of world, oh okay that kind of thing and he he was like can be quite loud at times and was quite um, quite the character shall we say as opposed to Richard Dawkins who's just quietly snarky yeah uh, I felt Christopher Hitchens would be more outwardly annoying yeah no Jesus I can see that. in particular because he would probably just pretend he doesn't exist just to spite <laughs> yeah. him or something along <laughs> he just freed him out for sixty years um, yeah no fair enough. Um, I'd probably just get Steve Batchel to punch him, though. Steve Batchel is not your, like, hitman. You kind of say, Steve, punch. It's not like... <laughs> oh, yeah, because Steve's not going to be annoyed by Christopher Hitchens, is he? Might not be. He might share his opinion. Yeah, no, he, that would be annoying. Um, I think that, that, that... I think we just, you know, Jesus would just be like, um, you know, hey, bro. Uh, you, hey, bro. Yeah, is he I'm, like a frat boy? Yeah, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. Um, Mark 12, you know. Um, I I think I I feel like Jesus would just find some way to get around it. You know, I've I put up with Will for like six years. <laughs> we're we're still here, aren't we? I I think yeah, I think we can true. negotiate. Um, you know, Hitchens has like a third of the island, and then if Jesus just patrols that third, then Hitchens can never leave because Hitchens can't go past Jesus, otherwise he'll acknowledge he exists. Hitchens said that organised religion is the main source of hatred in the world, calling it violent, irrational, intolerant, allied to racism, tribalism and bigotry. So well, you We know, proved that wrong three weeks ago, didn't we? <laughs> so him and Jesus are going to get on really well. Yeah. Um, Max, have you sent someone to Theo's Island yet? Um, yeah, I sent, I sent Henry VIII again. Henry VIII twice. <laughs> he's, he's used to be my go-to. You know, he's fat, he's a bit annoying. He is know. fat, I'll give you that. Many, um, many, I, many marriages, that's not okay? Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, there will be no women on the island for him, and he was a woman. Yeah, he might, he might try and marry Joan of Arc. Yeah, can you imagine? Um, well, you've got Roald, so Roald Ammons. I, I think Mark Antony could probably wind up Augustus, Augustus quite a lot. I mean, Augustus might just kill him. Well, there you go. You've got murder yeah. already. This is, this is, this is bad. Yeah, murder is not. But good. I mean, imagine witnessing Augustus kill Mark Antony. Like that—that that is some, that is a once in a, like that didn't even happen. So That's that a would, once in an existence. Yeah. You yeah you know fair enough that would be amazing to see Augustus actually stab Mark Anthony. Um, alternatively, surely Roald Amundsen like had a fight with a few people. I suppose you could send like Scott or something. That's a little yeah, but little they have rivalry do... there. But but I mean. They'd well, probably both be just quite civilised about it. Yeah. They were really polite to each other, weren't they? Yeah, because they left kind of notes for each other, like, oh, I hope you're doing all right and you aren't going to freeze to death. And Which Scott kind of ended up doing, doing which a fat so, lot of good those notes yeah. did. They weren't very helpful, but you no. know, it, was, it was encouraging. Um, it's a thought that counts. I, I feel like Will's got quite a sensible duo here, so I've decided to make it more difficult for him, and I'm going to send them uh, Stephen Hawking. Who's Stephen Hawking? Uh, oh, Stephen Hawking. Oh. Because uh, he's, he'll be very interesting to talk to, but I feel like... In a life or death island situation, he may not be the most useful person to have. You're being polite. That's an understatement. Do we have, I don't know, like a way to charge his chair so he can talk to us? No. <laughs> uh, do we have any way of feeding him? You can use spoons. <laughs> can he swallow? I'm not sure. Yeah. So what's actually what we're going to get is we're going to get somebody who is one of the greatest minds ever to have lived that we can't talk to and will die of starvation so in about three weeks. for all of you. So we have to watch Stephen Hawking <laughs> die Again. over the course of three... That is, oh. I actually don't know how to respond to that. I, I, it's not a disability free art. Like, you know, it's not an accessible island. Yeah, just gonna, there's no ramps on it. He's just going to be there on the beach. Just die. Like, the tide will come in. Then it'll go back out, and it'll come in, and it'll be just sloshing around the wheels of his chair, and he'll just be slowly starving, and, well, he'll be um, dying of thirst. That's really yeah, well, um, you, will have, you will have done what Stephen Hawking could never have done. Killed him. Like, even, what, what was it he had? ALS, I think. Even ALS didn't end up killing him, you know, he died at 70-something. So, okay, yeah. your negligence will kill Stephen Hawking. Yes, yeah, definitely not on me or anything. It's on Will. Yeah. <laughs> Will's the one you blame here. Um, uh, Max, who are you sending to Will's Island? 
Can't be Henry VIII, I'm vetoing him. Damn. Um, I don't know, I think your part of just something practical is pretty good. Um, but other than that, I suppose who really hated the... Hannibal. Send Hannibal. He, does, he doesn't like Rome. No, I'm sending Jesus to your island. Because <laughs> you are a staunch atheist, and that's just going to be really awkward to live You know, with. but if I get sent Jesus, I'll suddenly realise that Jesus, you know, I'll probably, like, have a chat with him and see what's going on. And if, you know, if... I'm sure Jesus can convince me if God exists. Like I, I feel like couldn't. No, could. I. I well, there like, you go. Who's lost there then? Well, now I'm going to heaven, so I don't. Not too bothered about dying. I'm pretty happy. Yeah, that's. This the, I'm is, quite happy. This is like party island. We're trying now. to upset. You're trying to make his island worse. That's making his island better. Do you think I care? Although we might get like stoned by Augustus, because you know. Oh, he didn't like Christians. Didn't like Christians. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's and true. actually, it was around Augustus. It was no, it was under Augustus. It was Augustus. Reign. Well, it wasn't Augustus himself. It was under his reign. That yeah, it wasn't actually. He didn't come down to like flipping Judea and sentence him. No, but it was Augustus the Caesar, the census. Um, yeah, Max, who are you sending? Didn't I say? Yes, yeah, it's Hannibal. Oh, Hannibal. Hannibal. Yeah, that's it. Just, I, just I feel like. That room. Hannibal was sworn to hate Rome, but, you know, Augustus, he's, he's a reasonable guy. No, he's not. You're making things up now. No, I mean, Augustus wasn't this, ty- like, tyrant as a lot of the other emperors were. He, he was a fairly measured and balanced guy. Wow, he wasn't as bad as the bad Roman emperors. That's, that's <laughs> saying, wow, really nice guy. No, but he's, he's not going to go out and, like, massively murder somebody. He, he's pragmatic. Great. He thinks I'm really about happy these for him. Like, <laughs> is that all it needs? All it requires to be a good person is not to kill someone. I mean, half of us have got people who fail that criteria. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have somebody who's an excellent leader, pragmatic, and is willing, is, like, adaptable to all sorts of situations. I mean, that's all you really need, isn't it? Like, I think we get along all right. Uh, who are we sending to Max's island? So Max has... Cortez, Cortez and, Cortez and Napoleon. Napoleon, yes. Um, an overpowered Aztec king. Like, so say Cortez didn't have a sword, right? Right. All they're just going to do is bick, like, bicker with each other until one of them ends up killing, and then boom. No, because no, Cortez had, with some some South American tribes, a relatively good relationship. Well, not the Aztecs, he wiped them out. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> no, but, no, but it's not, I'm pretty sure I'm not, my South American history is not quite up there but he wasn't just instantly hostile with them you know it was sort of well, I mean, semi-friendly and then you know killed killed them all um, well, yeah, <laughs> but also there were, other, there were other tribes not all of South America was under the well, yeah, that's why I'm sending it Aztec, Aztec, middle America, Aztec right? king uh-huh. middle America yeah. I think you kind of count that it's, it's below America so South America <laughs> um Oh. So what's that shit? No one can think of anyone. So my idea is foolproof. Let's... I think that's because they'll kill each other anyway. You've got three. Well, you've got two people who could end up killing the other two. Okay, I'm going for Lakeisha Borgia because she'll poison you. Oh, let's Google her. She's she the Hungarian one who did all the nasty stuff. Italian, the Borgia family. Oh. Famously, not very nice people. The only reason I know them is from the Borgia family song. Oh, actually, no. I want Rupert Murdoch. Same. Dilly. The well-known historical figure of Rupert Murdoch. I mean, to be fair, you anyone would be pretty annoyed. I would be if you had so annoyed if I had to spend Murdoch. time with Rupert Murdoch. If anyone who don't doesn't know, Rupert Murdoch is a um, he's a tycoon who owns like half the media of the world. Well, okay, that's exaggerating. He owns the Fox. Times, the Sun, uh, the Daily Mail. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he also owns Fox. I mean, he sold quite a lot of it to he owned to Disney. He owns quite a lot of Australian media. Yeah, he owns quite a lot of Sky, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he sold that on. No, he sold Sky to Comcast and Fox to Disney. But he owns a lot, and uh, for all for all accounts, I don't think he'd be a very nice person to spend a lot of time with. No, he'd also he. No, I think he'd just whine and whinge and. He's you know, he doesn't pretty add old. anything. He'd be dead pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, true. that'd be a relief. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, nobody's shedding tears at his funeral. Not that we want... Not that the podcast does not want Rupert Murdoch to die. Actually, yeah, that's something sure, we shouldn't say. He's not a very... I'm sure he's an alright person, you know? We but, just disagree with some of his business and... What do you mean we disagree with some of his business? All of his business. <laughs> we um, don't like him, but we don't want him dead. Exactly. We wish you the very best of much life, Rupert Murdoch. Um, there you go, not going to get sued now. Okay. <laughs> Um, I, I wasn't sure. I've, I've kind of got two. I'm not really sure which between. One of them would be Emmanuel Joseph Siez. Because... Stop doing people I don't know, so I've got to Google them. How do you not know him? He was one of the people who um, got 
alongside um, Bonaparte, put him into power in the coup of Brumaire, I think, uh, which is an event in the late uh, revolution in France. I mean, you should know that, Max. I mean, it's not so much that, I mean, they were actually political allies, but the reason that they had slight beef because they didn't, both didn't like each other. And when Napoleon came back from Egypt into France, neither of them went to visit the other one first. So they almost didn't pull off any political coup because they were too stubborn to talk to each other. So, you know, they probably didn't like each other very much. And, you know, I can't imagine they would enjoy spending time together. True, but they did end up doing the coup, didn't they? Which means that, you know, when faced with the thing, they settle their differences and decide to go through with it and work together, which means in a life or death situation, survival situation like an island, they would work together and they'd be able to That's do it. That's a poorly important they... message for this week. If you can't settle your differences with an enemy, um, settle your differences and go on a coup and overthrow the government. Um, that's your special <laughs> message for this week. But actually, um, Siez tried to like take control, just use... Uh, Napoleon to have do the coup and then take control and the co- Napoleon was like no and then took control so you know they kind of backstabbed each other anyway True. but you know I thought you know what maybe they could get along at least barely so I thought you know what Jeremy Clarkson because he doesn't like French people <laughs> I can't imagine and Jeremy. could you imagine being stuck on an island like with Jeremy Clarkson, Jeremy Clarkson. See, I quite I like Jeremy Clarkson but you need to I wouldn't be able to live on an island with him you know? exactly he's, every, it's like in moderation also he's a bit he's, he's a bit he, yeah, he's, he's large now He's pretty large. He's old as well. He looks old. Yeah. Have you seen how fat James May's got now? Yeah. Sorry, I needed to bring that up because James May is... Well, they both are, like... Getting on a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true, it's but... Like I... Amazon money. That's what yeah. it is. Um, metaphorically and literally. Yeah. Fat. Um, no, figuratively. Yeah, but I mean, Jeremy Clarkson really is... If you look at earlier Top Gear, he's declined. He's gone downhill. Quite a lot. Probably what happens when you have millions of pounds and spend your whole life driving really nice cars. This was, I'd be really fat if I could just <laughs> drive really nice cars around all the time. Said we're stuck with uh, that that you can see out the window. Citroen Percy. Citroen C1. Absolute wagon. Yeah, so I think that will uh, probably conclude our, this episode of Desert Island Dissipators. Um, <laughs> I think I've, got to, I've got to actually make that title. Why? All of us... I think my Sorry, I was going to say, who out of them were actually dictators? Genghis so Khan. Bismarck. I had a dictator. Bismarck, arguably. Napoleon. Yeah, so, so it's like Augustus. Jesus, no, wait, no, he was a benevolent, loving figure. So you have three or four dictators nice. out of like, the 12 people we took. I was the majority of people on my island were dictators. Does, Joan of Arc wasn't a dictator. Does the did. pun carry? Yes. Does it carry well? No. Well, it's the pun you've chosen. Uh, I don't think we really need closing statements. I think my island is definitely like messed up. I think Theo, he's got Jesus on his team, so I'm not sure. I think he's got an advantage there. Max, uh, I think your incompetence will just... <laughs> it will just make the island fail. Um, will, your island seems like the most stable of the non-Jesus islands. You know what? I'll take that. that that's high praise. <laughs> Although, like half your people only speak ancient languages, which no one speaks anymore. It's that's fine. It's people. it's a fun language. That's, yeah, that's fine. You know. And with that, I'd like to thank you to listening to the Poly Informed podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on Instagram or Twitter at Podcast Poly. And I think that's all. Goodbye. <laughs> thank you for listening. Goodbye. Peter, when you host, it drains us. <laughs>